All right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. It is uh, Semana Santa, Holy Week, Batman. And it's Tuesday, April 4th. And uh, speaking of Holy Week, oh, Holy holy Week has it been a week, right? My kids are on spring break. All three of little fools are here at the pad right now. And I've been just uh, trying to keep them busy. You know, we've been uh, setting up some stuff. We got a we had a Dodger game last night, which is pretty cool. Cold ass shit, but it was really cool. My first Dodger game, and they kicked ass. And then, uh, so yeah, so the curse is over this year. You know, last year I had a rough one. I went to about let's say about fifteen games, and I, they probably won like two or three of them, dog. And they lost every one of those other home games I went to, dog. It was bad. It, it, they had lost like eight or nine in a row at one point. Of me attending these games. But yesterday we got off to a great start. They whooped that ass like 13 or 4 or something like that. 15 or 4 or something. We left like in the 8th inning, I want to say. Cold as shit. One of the coldest games I've ever been to at Dodger Stadium ever. You know, what happened to global warming? Where you at? Where you been at? Because it was cold as shit last night. Uh... The windshield wiper, it's, it's the wind that makes it worse. It's the wind that gets you, dog. Because I went to a game in Colorado. In fact, as a matter of fact, a year ago exactly, last year, first week of the season, the Dodgers opened up in Colorado. And I happened to be out there performing that week. So we went to a, a Rockies game, Saturday afternoon game. And it was cold. It was about the same amount of degrees of temperatures. 53 degrees, 50, low 50s. Pero, and it was cold up there. I was freezing my ass off also, yes. But people around me, maybe because it was an earlier game as well, the sun was out, but it was cold, right? The sun was out, it was cold. The motherfucker I went with, a local comic from Denver, shout out to Louis uh, Beck, Louis Beck, who uh, I, I I took to the game with me. This compa, wait. White boy, of course. Short sleeves, dog, with shorts on. Sandals, wait. Le valía madre, wait. He was fine. Yo no, oh my God. I don't do good in the cold, guys. I don't do good in the cold. And, you know, maybe my, 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 my I have very little body fat. Yay, yay, yay. Very little body fat. And that doesn't help in the winter for me, dog. I cannot do, I don't do well. This guy was like, fine, dog. He's in his T-shirt. No way. I was like dying, bro. Anyways, it was the same amount of, of degrees last night. Low 50s, which is rare at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles specifically. And But the difference was, obviously, there was no sun. It was a night game. So there was no sunlight. And second of all, there was a wind, bro. It's, it's el pinche wind que me andaba chingando, wey. And uh, I, I, I was making the best of it, dog. But uh, I, I was, I was suffering, dog. I was suffering. But uh, yeah, we, I lost. We, we won. Uh, we won last night. That's all that matters, dog. That's all that matters. I took the boys, man, and got a lot of people. Got to see a lot of people. Shook a lot of hands. Took some pictures. It was dope. It was dope. It was great seeing a lot of people out there, man. Cool people. Like they come up to you like they know me, and sometimes I'm like. Do I know you or what's going on? Because they just come up to me like, it's cool. It's a compliment, right? Like, hey, what's up, dog? And they're like hugging up on you and touching you and grabbing you. And 
I'm like, why can't you be a girl, dog? It's always got to be the guys that get all handsy. The guys always get handsy with me, dog. Never the ladies. Never the ladies. Always the guys that get all fucking touchy-touchy. But, uh, yeah, they all, you know, they want to take pictures, shake hands, and all that shit. And uh, it's all good, fool. I love it. It's 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 dope. The kids trip out. The kids always trip out. And it's it's always fun to do that. And so... Uh, you know, and little Nicky's right now, he's all into the baseball right now. Fool, he's all into it. That's his thing right now. That and wrestling, for which we'll talk about right now, too. I went to WrestleMania on Sunday. Oh, yeah, it's been, I've been on tour, dog. The tax returns have hit. You know what I'm saying? The tax refund check is in full effect right now. Spending that shit. Um, nah, wait. Not even like, but, you know, it is tis the season. And so, nah, nah, the WrestleMania tickets, I bought them like a year ago, fool. I saw an annual when they dropped. And, uh, yeah, we've been waiting for this shit. I took my nephews. It was crazy. Uh, but the Dodger game itself was dope. I had a good time. The cool lights are dope. The team looks great. Pitching looks pretty good. I mean, I'm excited. Like, I've been telling you guys many times, dog. Let me touch on this a little bit, fool. I feel very confident about this year. I really do. We got a deep bench. Um, in fact, a little too deep of a bench. There's a lot of players who are not playing every day who I hope, I hope to not get a little frustrated of them not being able to play every day because we've got a hell of a bench right now. For God. We got a lot of good players on that bench, which we did not have last year, which we did not have last year. Um, but this year we do. Pitching is pitching. We're always going to have good pitching, dog. We got great pitching coaches who develop pitchers amazingly. And I'm just excited, bro. I mean, I know it was only we were only 2-2 two and two going into last night's game, splitting a four-game series against the D-backs. Which is bullshit, which is gonna happen though. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be okay. But as long as we keep improving and building, I think we're gonna be good. We just have to be. I just want ninety to ninety-five wins as we head into the into the playoffs, dog. And I think we'll just take it from there. And again, the season really doesn't start until after the trade day deadline. Once the trade deadline happens, then it's then then the real season begins. All right. Uh, that's my garage. My son is coming in through the garage. Just stay away. He don't even see me. Though. I'm in the car right now. Phone number. He didn't see me, dog. All right. Um, yeah. But that, once this trading deadline begins, it's on. Uh, after that, dog, I, I just I think we look good, fool. I, I'm very confident. Uh, so that was that. I went to the went to WrestleMania last night, fool. I know. I know, fool. I know. Listen, dog. I'm not a big wrestling fan. I'm not. But since I bought these tickets last year, I bought them around, I don't know, maybe the summer of last year when they dropped. Uh, I have to, not have to, but I wanted to like kind of follow it so I know what I'm getting myself into leading into WrestleMania. Nicolás is big on wrestling right now. Big, big fan of wrestling. But I can tell he's figuring it out. And I don't like to tell him. It's like the Easter Bunny. It's like Santa Claus. I don't like spoiling shit for my kids, for any of my kids. Because Diego and Adrian, my oldest, who are now 15 and 14, were big-time wrestling fans also around Nicolás's age, around 7, 8, 9. They were huge wrestling fans. Huge. They bought all the figures, all the shit. We took them to Raw. And, and at that time, during that time when my uh, my other kids were, were little, I was really pushing back. Like, I... I tried. I would try to see it and watch it for them, but I, I I was like, nah, bro, this is horrible. The product 
itself at the time in 2016, 2017, 2018. For, at least for me, it was really bad. It was really bad. I don't know if you guys follow wrestling at all, but at that time, it was bad for right? Um, but my kids were really into it. And so, pero siendo que eran ellos dos, ellos dos, like they would just watch it on their own, you know, play figurines with themselves, with each other. I, I was like really not around, right? For that shit. Like I wouldn't sit and watch it with them. Fuck that. You know, I was really anti-wrestling at the time. It wasn't just, it wasn't catching my attention, basically. So we would go away, basically. I did take them to Raw one night, which I hated every minute of it. I thought it was dumb. But you get into it a little bit after, you know, when you're there in person, you kind of get into it a little bit. Uh, but this time around on Nicolás's, my kids grew out of it. Okay, what I was trying to tell you is that I don't try, I don't spoil it. I don't like to spoil Easter Bunny, Santa Claus. I don't like, I don't like that shit. I, I think kids should be kids as long as possible, fool. As long as they can stay being kids, bro, it's great. And I think a lot of parents share the same thought process, right? But some, I, I know some parents accidentally i've been i've been guilty of it we accidentally start spoiling shit for them right like santa claus not real easter bunny not real so for you know your, your father's not real <laughs> whatever the fuck right um and that's how i feel with wrestling doc i want them to figure it out themselves that this is honestly a, just uh entertainment not real nicolas is eight years old right now and he's been a big time wrestling fan since he was like five six and I think he's trying to figure out that it's not real. Um, I told my kids, hey, wait, don't fucking spoil it for him. Let him have fun. Don't be saying it's fake. Don't be saying shit like that. But what pro the problem is that Nicolás, being a big wrestling fan, obviously, he gets on YouTube and the TikToks, and he's, that's where they spoil it for him. You know, on the YouTube shit. As he's looking up YouTube videos, he runs into spoilers and people who break down the matches and and TikToks of, you know, behind the scenes, behind the curtain. And that's where a lot of he starts to realize, oh, shit, he starts watching some of his videos and he realizes, oh, damn, is wrestling fake? Like he starts to see the, some of the wrestlers out of character. Right. And. So he, I think he gets that it's fake, but he still doesn't want to believe it type of situation, right? And I don't get all into it with him, but I just do. I just talk about the characters themselves. Like, oh, Roman Reigns is this. He's swag. I don't like that dude because I, I hate Roman Reigns, bro. Like, I've always been off, always hate. Like, that fool's horrible, bro. Like, it's not that he's horrible. It's just that it's, it's a term that we use in comedy. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's, uh, he's running the light. He's running a light, basically, like, meaning you're going past, yeah, you're doing mu too much, bro. You're doing the most. They're pushing him too hard. They're trying, they're stuffing him down our throats. And I, I don't like, I don't appreciate that, bro, right? Like, why does he, he's been like a champ, the champion for like the last two, three years, dog. And it gets old. It just gets old, bro. Like, knowing, going into a match that you know he's going to win. And it sucks. It sucks, fool. Uh but he is the, they want to make him the Hulk Hogan, the John Cena, and whatever. And he probably is. He is the face of WWE right now, but against a lot of people's, you know, wishes. And, and, and I, 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 I never liked the guy when he was a good guy or a bad guy. He's not, he's not great, bro. 
And I think that's what turned me off about wrestling a long time ago. They, that guy. There's so many other great characters they can build around, and they don't use them right. And that, that's my problem. Uh, but, man, Nicolás is, is trying to figure it I think he's figuring it out, right? So I've been watching. Now I've been watching wrestling since I bought these damn tickets. I bought six tickets, Doc. And I went way up high, fool. Way up high. 500 section. Uh, and they were still expensive. They were still like 180 each, fool. After all the damn ticket master fees. Toda la chingada, way. They came out over $200 each. I spent like almost $1,500, fool. In tickets, fool. Um, just to let you motherfuckers know that this shit is not, ex this is not, this is expensive shit, dog. And up in the high fucking seats, bro. Um, But my nephews, as I told you many times, one of my nephews, uh, he's also a teenager. He's also 15 or 16. He's autistic. So he has a mind of like an eight, nine year old, dog. So he's hardcore into wrestling. And then we got a little one. He's like five years old. Of course he's into wrestling, dog. So all these motherfuckers are hardcore in it. Now my other two kids, 15 and 14, uh, you know, once was, once were big time WWE fans. So this is like nostalgic for them. So when I talk about WrestleMania, of course they're like, hell yeah. I like, I, I thought you didn't like WrestleMania, fool. I, I thought, I, why, why I gotta take you guys? Why, let me just take my, you know, my nephews and, and Nikki, dog. They're the ones into it. Nah, 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 it's WrestleMania, dog. We can't miss WrestleMania. Oh, come on, dad. We can't miss WrestleMania. I'm like, fine, fine. All of a sudden. But it's been cool. My older kids have also like gotten back into it just because knowing that we were going into WrestleMania. So they have been following it. Too. So it's actually been pretty dope. Again, for me, it's all about bonding. I mean, I'm into that life experience stuff, especially with the kids. They, I realize with my older ones that these motherfuckers grew up so fast, which now I look back and I'm like, dude, I should, I wish I would have spent more time with you guys in this wrestling thing when you guys were into it. Because I remember at that time I was really pushing back. I was like, nah, this is stupid. This is dumb. But go ahead and watch it. Go ahead and watch your shit. I'm going to go downstairs and watch the Dodgers, Lakers or something else. This is dumb. You guys do your thing, man. But now I'm taking a different approach with Nicolás. I'm watching it with him. Right. And I watch it as like, you know, as an entertainer. That's how I watch it. Oh, the storylines, you know, what a character building. That's how I watch it. Right. And once you let go of all that, because fake la chingada, once you let go of all that, you really can have a good time with this dog. You really, there's some cool storylines. I, I appreciate the art and what they're trying to accomplish to entertain us. That's how you got to approach these things, dog. And that's all I did. So we went into WrestleMania. I'm low-key excited as well. We were all excited, everybody. We saw day one Saturday at home. Like, I cleared out this whole weekend. Like, I didn't take no shows. You know, I had, we had the big show Friday at Farayon, which I'll talk a little bit about later. Uh, so we had that show, big show Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday, I said, nope, not that way. This is going to be WrestleMania weekend for my kids, for my fam. It's on... Um, and we watched rest uh, day one because my nephews came over to sleep over, you know, to have to come to go to fucking sofa the next day. So we had a little watch party at the pad, and for day one, and let me tell you, man, it was great. I mean, day one WrestleMania was amazing, full like it, it was really great, great uh, production, full great matches, great store, everything was amazing, amazing. I, I had a great time watching it, full. Um, and then day two, which we went to live and saw every minute of it, every second of it, 
Um, it was not as good as day as day one. It wasn't. It, it, day two was a little bit of a letdown, to be honest with you. Um, and I realized, of course, I, I, of course, I don't um, regret attending because you know it's WrestleMania. It's in LA. When is this gonna happen again? But, but save yourself your money, motherfuckers. Dog, watching it on TV is a much better experience than watching it live. Much better, fool. Like, maybe because it was a cheap-ass season that we got way up high, where I just found myself watching the entire WrestleMania on the Jumbotron, right? And I would look down, just see a little couple of fucking ants fighting each other. Uh, and the best view was watching straight into the Jumbotron, which was like, dude, it was like watching TV, dog. I'm just literally watching TV from the fucking place. And... So save your money, watch it at home. It's all, unless you could ball out and go lower level, then that's a whole different experience, of course. But where, from where I was at, I wouldn't recommend the paying that shit, dog. Um, but other than that, the kids had a blast, fool. I had a blast, dude. I, I'm not gonna lie, but it's one of those things where, like, I don't want to complain how much money I spend, but I spend a lot of fucking money, dog. And you, it's one of those things where, like. I don't even want. I don't even want to look at my bank account right now, fool. I don't even want to look in there, fool. I'm scared. I know I dropped fucking a lot, a lot of money there. Merchandise, food. It's. A, I got hooked up with parking though. I'll tell you that. Got a homie. Shout out to the homie Alex who hit me up. He messaged me on Instagram, actually on Twitter, which I never check my Twitter. Rarely check my Twitter, dog. But I got a message on my Twitter, and I just. A notification. I just open it just to be a whatever the fuck. And I don't. I don't. I don't get many not messages on Twitter. Fool. I get maybe like a dozen a year. Fool. Like once a month, I'll get somebody message me on Twitter. I open it, and this guy's like, "Hey, bro, uh, big fan. If if you ever need a parking hookup for SoFi, let me know." And I'm like, "What the? Heck? This is a sign? Like he literally hit me up that this week, telling me this." And I'm like, what? Like, does he know that I'm going to WrestleMania this week? Like, what the fuck? And I hit him up. I'm probably like, hey, bro. Yeah, I'm actually going to WrestleMania this weekend. What's up? What plug you got? And he's like, yo, I live a block away. One block away from SoFi. You can park at my house for any time you want. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, fool. I, hey, bro, I give him my number. Hey, come by my number. Call me, fool. And sure enough, he called me, dog. He was all excited. Like, hey, man, what's up, man? Big fan, bro. This and that. I'm like, what's up, dog? What's up? What's up? He's like, hey, man. Uh, I'm talking, hey, bro, I'm going to WrestleMania Sunday, bro. Is, can, I, can you hook it up? ¿Cuánto, cuánto me cobras por dejar mi carro? How much you charge me, bro? He's like, nothing, fool. Come, caile, wey. Tu caile, wey. And sure enough, dog, this motherfucker. I don't know if you guys have ever been or familiar with that area. But there's a, there's a Snoop Dogg store called the Dog House right across the street of SoFi. Right across the street. And I'm trying to remember the name of the street, but it's a little street, residential street. And you go down there and he literally lives like three houses down for like right behind the doghouse store. And it's like a three minute walk for I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know how much parking was, guys? Parking was one hundred and fifteen dollars. One hundred and fifteen dollars to park at the stadium, bro. And I was this close to buy. I was like, I want, because if you buy it like ahead of time, you save like five, ten bucks. Well, I was like, I should just buy it now. Like, who am I kidding? I'm going to pay it anyway. Might as well get it out of the way. And 
and I actually logged in. I logged into SoFi Parking. This is like on Tuesday or Wednesday, trying to get ahead of the game. And I logged in. And the only reason I didn't buy it, because it asked me if I was going to pay through PayPal. And I went to my PayPal. And I couldn't remember my password, fool. Una pinche, una, era una señal de Dios. Ay, ay, ay. It was a sign from God, dog. No, wait, for real, dude. So I go in there. And I'm like, I can't, what the fuck's my password? I can't remember my password, dog. And I'm like, ah, I'll come back later. I'll, I'll, I'll do it later. And I fucking logged out. And I'll do it. And th- the, the prices scared me, too, dude. I was like, man, maybe I could. Then I thought about maybe I could just, just drive up there and look for parking that's maybe $50, that's, you know, fair enough walking distance. Fuck it. You know, I thought about that. And so I just locked out. Like, I don't know, I'm at 115, fool. Get the fuck out of here. But I was going to buy it. And I locked out. And sure enough, like a day later, I see my Twitter message and that fool hits me up for free, compa. That fool's all excited, bro. He brought out a tequila bottle, dog. And he's fucking take a shower in front of my kids. I'm like, first of all, I don't like drinking. You guys, you guys know I don't like to drink. But I had to. I had, I, I had to take a shower with him. For I took a picture. His mom was there. You know, he was with his moms and shit. And he's like, hey, man, you want you want a beer? You want a beer? I'm like, nah, wait, I'm cool right now. And like, you want a shot? You want to take a shot? Let's take a shot. I'm like, let's take a shot, fool. Let's, let's do it, compa. Let's do it. Fool, I appreciate you, dog. So I had to take a shot in front of the kids. You know, I'm just like, which I don't like doing. I don't like drinking in front of the kids. Took a shot. Salud. Picture. He was excited. He was a cool guy, fool. Talked it up for a little bit. And, uh... Yeah, fools. It was cool, man. Um, sorry, I got cut up there. Got a phone call that came in, dog. But I had to take it. But yeah, he was a cool guy. Full, real good vibe, bro. But yeah, man, I full hooked it up. So now I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm up $100, which made me spend another $300 on merch. And uh, all these motherfuckers, they want merch, right? They all want something. They want hats. They want a fucking shirt. They want a fucking this or that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Pero me preparé. Me preparé for this. I knew, I knew going in, hey, dog, I'm going to spend money for when I come to this shit. I know it. And it, if you put your mindset to that, it's going to be easier to get the wallet out. Food. But, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to look at that shit right now. Uh, but, yeah, just to, just to uh, finish off with WrestleMania, dude, it's cool. I, I, I would... Say that you should watch it at home better. It's a much better experience. It was I, I I found myself enjoying it more maybe because the matches were better on day one Saturday. I found myself enjoying watching it from home a lot more than I did at uh, there. Like at there, I just maybe again my seats were bad, so I was I I, I didn't I don't know I just different. I was like nah, we could have done this at home for. Um, but uh, Cody Rhodes, man, that guy, motherfucker, he's a. Beast, bro, and he's a star, and that's who the fucking WWE should be backing up 100%. Cody Rhodes, that was a real deal, dog. What he's done to like fix his image and everything, like he just scratched all he had before and just went like a different route, and now he's killing it with a American Nightmare. That's what you want. That's what you want. From that's enough. That's enough. That's enough nerd talk. By the way, bro. Speaking of nerd talk, oh my god, bro. Right. Have you ever been to WWE event? Oh, my. nerd, bro! It's it's not even about nerds and geeks and, and oh my god, bro! Like, I get it. They're this. They're making their money off these mo like these motherfuckers, dog. Like, there was part. There was eighty thousand people in there, fool. I want to say 
42% were virgins, bro. Facil, way. That's including the kids, of course. A lot of kids in there. Kids and grown-ass men still living with their parents, fool. Facil, way. Uh, a lot of autistic people on the spectrum, a lot of that, including my nephew, you know. I get it. It's 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 just a beautiful thing, fool. Uh, and I didn't see many hot chicks in there. Very few hot chicks in there. I maybe saw maybe three, four tops, fool. Um, but other than that, it's just a bunch of dudes, bunch of like, yeah, you know who you know who I'm talking about. I, I don't want to even talk shit because it, it's just what it is. It's like you look around, just like all these fools are and like full makeup nerds. Like it was like a geek a thon fool. Uh, and I was one of them for, and sometimes it's okay to geek out. It's all right. It's it's not bad, you know. As long as you don't let it take over your life, it's fun, dog. Just have fun with it. Like me with the MCU, with the Marvel, you know. Like you won't you won't catch me getting into spandex and a cape and all that, but you will find me enjoying these stories that they fucking give you, dog. It's fun, dude. Um, I guess the way same way I geek out about sports is the same way, right? Some. And speaking about sports, so the big thing was this weekend about the girls' national championship game, college, right? Iowa versus LSU. And again, I don't really watch women's sports ever, fool. Ever. Nothing against you ladies, but it's not my cup of tea, right, as you know. But these ladies took some of the headlines this weekend with that uh, Caitlin Clark chick, you know, Who's balling out, you know, uh, white lady and a great player. And uh, she might just save some of women's basketball herself, bro. Because this chick, man, this lady uh, balled out, man. I've been watching her highlights. I haven't watched all the games. Uh, we were on our way to WrestleMania when that game was going on. So we put it on the car for a little bit. And obviously, she didn't have a great game. Her team lost. LSU won the championship. And... A lot of trolling going on between each other. A lot of shit talking, trash talking, fool, which is great and deserved. Um, but this girl's the real deal, man. She is real, real good, fool. I'm not going to lie. Man, she's really good, dog. Uh, there's very few girls I would ever think can play with men. And I think she's one of them. And I know that saying, you know, I'm pasando de verga, I'm only saying that because she's such a really good shooter. A great shooter. Because I never thought a woman could play with man because once you body up each other, ay, 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 body up each other in the paint, right? Like, ain't no woman can make a layup in the NBA, dog, right? Ain't no woman can drive in for the contact, get contact in the NBA. No woman can do that. None. Unless she's going to be just shooting free throws the entire time. I don't see her competing with men physically, physically, all right? Cancel me. I don't give a shit. Cancel me. You know what I'm saying, right? But this the only way a lady, like there's no lady that can out-rebound a, a guy in the NBA. I'm talking about NBA. They can out-rebound me, Jerry G. Yes, of course, right? Cheryl Miller, uh, Candace Parker, uh, they can they can out-rebound me. Yes, they can body me up. Yes, I'm talking about NBA, right? So the only way a female can compete with a man is... If she has a great outside shot, where she don't need, well, all she needs is some separation, right? A screen for her to get her shot off. And if she can make those shots consistently, 
Then she has a shot to compete with them boys. All right? That's the only way. And this girl has that. She has that skill. She can do that. She's a great shooter from anywhere on the court. She averages 26-foot shots. Those are NBA shots. The NBA three-point line is 23 feet. So she's beyond the NBA three-point line. So, and all she needs is like a Steph Curry type separation, right, to make these shots. And if she gets those opportunities, and if she can make 40% of them, which is a great shot even for the NBA standard, then we got ourselves our first ever lady that can play with the big boys in the NBA. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Now, she could be like a J.J. Redick, a Steph Curry even, if she's that great. Uh, Shooting-wise, bro, shooting-wise. Now, Steph Curry, obviously, as a male figure, can do a lot more things besides his amazing shooting skills. He can also drive it in, dribble, drive, pass, which is another thing that this, this lady can do very well is pass the ball. So... If she's not shooting, what else can you do to help the Timberwolves in the NBA? Well, I can also pass it really well. And if she can do that amongst men, then we got ourselves somebody who can potentially play. Now, of course, she's tinier, smaller, petite in size compared to these men. That's the problem. That's that's when reality hits in, right? All I got to do is put a body on her or a six foot six frame or even a six foot three frame. And that might be enough to shut her down and make this whole thing just, you know, a non-reality. But I'm trying to give her the benefit of doubt because I am a grown man. I am expanding my horizons because I've always said no woman can ever play with men. I don't care how good you are. Cheryl swoops. You can pinche that Brittany Grainier or a pinche Candace Parker, those women can never play with men because they rely on bodying up their opponent. They cannot body up, post up, challenge, grown ass, six foot eight, nine, ten, you know, men. They can't. Sorry. But this lady does not rely on that. She relies on her outside shooting skills, and her passing wizardly. Wizardly. Ay, ay, ay. You know what I'm saying? So that I will give her that, fool. And this is, some, this is something I, would never, I never thought I would say ever. Ever. But I have to admit, I think she can. I think she can. Just because for those reasons. She could come off the bench. She could be a 12th man woman. Come off the bench. Shoot a few times. Get a couple shots off. Shoot five times, make three of them, get your ass back on the bench, and make a, maybe even make a difference in the game phone. Who knows? Who knows? Right? Uh, but congratulations to the LSU ladies. Again, I didn't watch the game closely, uh, but I was really paying attention to her, Caitlin Clark. I was trying to see if she can really ball like people are saying, not just the highlights, because anybody looks good in the highlight reels. I look good in the highlight reels. Um... But she's a real deal, dog. She's a real deal. 
Um, which, you know, and I don't want to put a little downer on this, but, you know, it looked like Kobe Bryant's Ms. Gigi was going to be that next person who can, like, really make a difference in women's basketball, unfortunately, you know. Um, but, yeah, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. All right. Uh, I got a couple of shout-outs I want to give out. Let me see. I, uh, this time, I, I do have to admit, I did a bad... Uh, I was bad with the screenshotting. Food, but I saw so many people this weekend at WrestleMania, at the Dodger game, everywhere I went, dog. Uh, it's it's a beautiful thing to see a lot of fucking people out there excited and taking pictures. And it, it's a beautiful thing. I appreciate you, motherfuckers, dog. Uh, but first, motherfucker, I want to shout-out. Let me see here. Is Romer R. Romer R. from Washington, D.C. I just saw this for a few months ago when I was out there in D.C. And uh, he messaged me and said, yo, man, I'm becoming a father for the first time, dog. My lady is pregos. And I can't wait. I hope it's a boy because I love following you and seeing you bond with your boys. Uh, and you got great kids. I'm trying to read this exact uh, thing. I can't find it right now, fool. But this motherfucker... I'm very proud, very happy for him, dog. Congratulations, motherfucker, to you and your lady. Fool, I, I replied, many, we were having a whole conversation. I told him, like, I asked him, like, three times, what's your girl's name so I could shout her out? And he he just kept ignoring that fact, fool, and just, they never told me his girl's name, fool. But congratulations, Romer, and your lady, fool. I met them when I was in Washington, D.C. They were dope-ass people. They took me out to this fucking crazy-ass club where we drank a shared of fish bowl of fucking punch bowl. Of dirty ass Jews And uh, They were trying to make me Miss my flight apparently But you didn't accomplish That motherfucker uh, But shout out to you fool For real dog um, I don't know who else I got I know I had a couple Other people I want to give shout outs Shout out to Nicolette Nicolette Bravo uh, So she's like Hey I heard your podcast Talking shit about teachers uh, But then I redeemed Because she was like She was like two weeks behind On the podcast so then I'm like, look, man, keep listening. Keep listening and then get back to me. And then she heard the one of me last week's. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah yes. And thank you for that. You're you're great. I'm, I'm not mad anymore. Whatever the hell. Whatever. Nicolette, thumb out of way. Um, all right, let me see here. Uh, what else going on, fool? I want to talk a little bit about El Farallon. All the people who came out to El Farallon, dog, uh, in Linwood, California, dog. We sold that bitch out. It was over 600 people in that motherfucker, dog. And I think it was a little too many, fool. I know, right? It got a little rowdy. Uh, it's not my fucking cup of tea, but I kind of expected that going into it. So, um, but the show itself was cool, man. Everybody had a great time. Everybody killed it. I go on last, man. So, please understand that I go last in these shows sometimes, most of the time. And I have to go in there after all these motherfuckers. I've done all kinds of crazy shit on stage. Jay Valentino and Concrete and Suze and all his, and these guys, those all three of those guys are high energy motherfuckers. And I am not. I am more of like, hey, listen, listen. I got something to tell you guys. Chill, chill. And so I become that guy. And sometimes that formula doesn't work very well when you're last. And I, this is just all in my head. You know, I still have a good time on stage. People are laughing. I'm not bombing or anything like that or getting booed off stage. But it just does change, right, the direction of the show from all this hype party atmosphere to this guy, to this little ass guy like myself going up there and venting about his day with his kids, right? It does. But 
there's something for everybody on that show, which is makes which makes the show really good, right? I para cagapalos for the older crowd, for the couples, for the young, for the single people, for the single parents, for the married couples, for a little bit of everything. And I think that's what makes the show really special that everybody gets fucked with. And uh, you know, I want to go last. I, I like going last, um, just because there's so much like fucking hype, you know, energy going on throughout the whole show. I wouldn't want to go in the middle of that, right? So I think at the end, it's just kind of like cleaning up the mess. Let's let's clean up here all the shit that you just saw and heard, and let's just everybody just settle down for a little bit. And but by that time, a lot of times I would see a little bit too late. We ran into it in San Diego as well, where. Like, people are just too hyped. They're fucking drunk. They're crazy. Uh, but, I mean, that was the kind of the environment that we're in. We're, like, Farallon's a nightclub. You know, Pinche Corazón del Barrio is, like, this event little center as well. But once we start doing more, like, comedy clubs and more theaters, which is our next step, which we're starting to talk to some theaters uh, and some actual comedy clubs, um, I think you'll, you'll definitely see a more of an actual tight, tight ship of stand-up comedy for it, which you're going to enjoy a lot more, all right? Uh, but if you're down to party and fuck around, dude, there's also shows for that as well with us. Uh, we'll be in Las Vegas. Vegas is coming up, fool. We'll be there at the end of the month, April 28th and 29th by Old Town Fremont, by uh, Old Vegas. I don't know. I forgot the name of the place, fool, but I think it's called Disco Pussies, fool. Yeah, it's an event center. Like a, It's like a nightclub turn. You know, but it's going to be really well set up because I have this conversation with the promoter there about my experiences the last couple of times that we've had. I told him, yo, man, I want an older crowd, a cool crowd, a local crowd. People are there for laughs to have a good time, fool. And then he goes, yeah, we're going to have you a disco pussies. Hija su pinche madre. He goes, yeah, fool, don't worry. It's a nightclub. It's dope, though. It's legit, fool. You like it. Cool stage, cool air, cool seating arrangement. All right, cool. We're going to Chicago. June 3rd, Chicago, we're coming. I don't know the name of the place yet, but we're coming. And uh, so those two places are, are confirmed. Dallas, Texas, also May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, Friday, May 5th, Dallas, Texas, fool. That's what those toxicos. Then I got my own shit also. I will be in Chicago, April 23rd at the Laugh Factory. April 23rd, Chicago. Uh, come check us out right there, fool. I'll be there. And uh, I'm excited. I'm super excited. I've heard people already message me. They're getting their tickets to Chicago Laugh Factory. Sunday night, one show, one night only. In and out. I'm in. I will be going to the Chicago Cubs Dodger games. I just found out the Cubs are in town. The Dodgers are in town that same week as me. So we just got tickets. We're going that no, that Sunday, that Sunday day game before the show. We'll be at the Dodger game, bro. So I'm excited, fool. It's going to be awesome, fool. Awesome. All right. Um, that's pretty much for me. For me, I know there's a lot. There's a lot going on, fool. Are you chingo is mad going on, fool? And I'm just got my head. My mind is going 100 miles per hour right now, fool. So I'm just gonna chill right now. Getting hungry, fool. It's like it's like noon. Uh, and let's let's wrap it up, fool. Right. Um, it's gonna be a little bit of a shorter one today. It's only 40 minutes. Talk a little easy. Listen. Easy listen on your way to work on this spring break. I shouldn't even be here right now, fool. I should be celebrating Holy Week, dog. Holy Week. Which, by the way, I did. I did try and give up uh, alcohol for Lent for religious reasons and health reasons. But 
as you've seen me at some of these shows, I've broken and I've drank and I've had some shots on stage and I've had some beers before and after. I'm not getting drunk though. Gracias a Dios. I'm keeping it fucking tapered out. But yeah, I broke Lent. I'm sorry, Lord Jesus. Uh, but honestly, I was doing it more for me. Though. I'm just trying to chill on the drinking. I don't want to drink that much. I'm getting like bad migraines, headaches, and I don't know. I think the blood pressure se me sube con la pinche cerveza. I don't know what it is, dog. I'm just getting older. I'm being a little bitch. I know, fool. But I'm just trying to taper off. And I want to quit drinking eventually, like all together. I don't know when or how or where, but I don't want it just to be a, a cold turkey situation where I just rip the Band-Aid. No, I want, it, I want it to be a slow process because I want it to like, for me to eventually stop missing it and just literally little by little. And that's what I've been doing. I've been drinking less and less. Like before I would have four or five drinks. Now I'm having three, four drinks, sometimes two, three. Um, and that's where I want the little, you know, formula. That's my little formula. And uh, I know, I fucked up. I fucked up, dog. Uh, we got Easter this weekend, dog. Uh, not much going on. I'm taking most of the week off, fool. You know, I'm just hanging out with the fam, staying local before we get back on the road again. Uh, let me see what other shows I got before I let you guys go here, fool. Uh, what other dates we got available here? Uh, hey, El Paso, Texas, I'm coming June 8th, fool. June 8th through 11th, fool. I'll be there. Uh, we got, uh, let me see here. Uh, Chicago. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be in Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas, April 20th. And it's followed by Carlsbad, New Mexico, April 21st, dog. And then the 22nd will be a travel day as I head over to, to uh, I'm going to head over to Chicago. I'm going to land Saturday. And the show will be Sunday, fool. So that'll be dope. All right. Uh, other than that, I'm pretty much it. Las Vegas, 28, 29. Cinco de Mayo, Dallas, Texas. Uh, we got, uh, that's pretty much it, dude. That's pretty much it. Uh, uh, that's coming up. Agua Caliente is coming up, bro. We'll make it happen. All right. We'll make it happen. And uh, let's let's get ready. I got to listen. Uh, have, a, have a great rest of the week, guys. I'll catch up with you guys next week, fool. And I'm out of here, fool. Late.